welcome to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. I'm your host, Lorianne, and my goal is to help women feel empowered and in control of their financial lives. On this podcast, we discuss concrete advice on how to move forward in your financial journey, whether you are already advanced or starting from scratch. And we also dive into mindset shifts around money that are critical for financial success. So if you want to take charge of your finances and feel inspired and empowered, go ahead and give it a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pockets and Stilettos podcast. Today, I have an episode for you about how to adjust your spending in times of high inflation so you can stay on track with your finances, even if everything is more expensive. No matter where you are, North America, Europe, Asia, inflation is rampant right now, and it can be very frustrating because we have no control about it. However, there are things we can do within our control to tackle this so we can stay on track with our finances and our objectives and manage our lifestyle in order to adjust to the situation. And that is what this episode will cover. So first, let's take a quick look at what is inflation. Inflation is the rate at which the prices of goods and services increase within the economy. Over time, it leads to the decline of purchasing power. With the same amount of money, you can actually buy less than before. Currently in the US, the inflation is 6.41% in February 2023. So that is the year starting in February 2022 to February 2023. So it means that prices rose 6.41% within that year. In Europe, in January 2023, it was 8.6%. So it's safe to say we are definitely in times of high inflation. And it can definitely be a stressful time for a lot of people because if their salary is not increasing that much, we are technically losing purchasing power. However, we are not in control of the inflation, but there are things we can do ourselves to mitigate the decline of purchasing power. And so that's what we're going to get into now. And so now I'm going to get into three things that you can do and that I did personally to uh, adjust my spending to reflect the high inflation within the economy in order to stay on track for my financial goals and also to not have that much of a decline in my purchasing power. And the first thing you can do is to create a no-buy challenge with yourself. A no-buy challenge is very simple. You basically pick a category of things in your life where you're not going to spend money on for the future, foreseeable future. So usually you can decide of the length of the challenge. It can be a month, six months, usually a year. I recommend starting with more than a month, ideally three months minimum, because if you think about it, one month is just the minimum time you need to build a habit. So if you go lower than this, you're most likely going to end up in restriction mode, like you're on a diet, a financial diet. And what happens is when you restrict something, you want it more and you end up binging at the end. So in that case, instead of having cupcakes in your eyes, all you're going to think about is when the challenge ends, how much you're going to spend and what shopping spree you're going to go on to spend and overspend on the category you have previously restricted. 
Whereas if you keep at it for a month or more, you are more, more likely to grow out of the habit of overspending money in this category in your life. The goal of the challenge is actually to make you self-aware about what your actual needs are and what is fluff in your life. I actually started this challenge at the beginning of the year myself um, in the beauty and cosmetics category because right after New Year, I came to the realization that I just had way too many beauty products, at least to go through 2023 and then some. And so I didn't need to add to this pile already. And there is a crucial difference to be made between needing and wanting. For instance, if I run out of shampoo, I'm not going to start um, washing my hair with laundry detergent or dishwashing soap because I said I was not going to buy anything in the cosmetic slash beauty category. I need the shampoo to wash my hair. So that's where needing is very different than wanting. And I feel like we've kind of all lost touch of the difference between the two. We live in an era of wants and not really needs. And this challenge is all about being frugal and honest with yourself about what you actually need. Because we live in an era of such overabundance that it's easy to mistake your wants for your needs when they're very different things. And interestingly enough, ever since I started doing this challenge, I am seeing it everywhere. There is a great episode of Nerd Wallet on the subject. I invite you to listen to it. And one of the hosts in the episode is saying that she's actually working on emptying her pantry with her family. So it shows you that really any category can work. Um, but also it shows you something cool that I wanted to say is that you can definitely do this challenge with people around you. Do it between friends, do it with your family, with your siblings, with your partner. Really, there are so many benefits to this challenge that anyone can benefit from it. The first one is that uh, I think there is some satisfaction to go through stuff and to emptying your house or just like using the things you have. Another one is that it actually creates discipline and it builds the habit over time of losing the desire to buy. And because you realize that you actually do not need all these things and you are just kind of buying them, you know, like sleepwalking. And that, ladies, is freedom. Realizing that you don't need these things anymore is going to free up so much of your mental space, your effort, and your wallet that you can allocate for better things in life that can help you move forward. And finally, I think one of the great perks of this challenge is that you're going to lose the habit of shopping as a hobby. You know how we're all kind of like running errands and bumping into stuff and we like to try different things. Just imagine if you, most likely, it, it's totally irrational. If the category you're going to pick is the category that you have already in abundance, an overflow of. So most likely, you spend a lot of time buying things for this category. Because if not, how come would you have it overflowing your whatever, your closet, your bathroom cabinet, your kitchen cabinets? 
So can you imagine the time you're going to save by not shopping in this category and instead just going through your stuff? It's going to be such a free up of your mental space and time. So you can allocate these to do whatever you've always wanted to do, but always like pushed off. So now let's get into the second thing you can do to adjust your spending in terms of high inflation. And I know this is going to be a little bit of an unconventional tip, but changing your followings on social media can really make an impact. We underestimate how much who we follow can play a huge part when it comes to us wanting to consume. How can you expect to watch out what you spend if you can if you want to reach your financial goals, if you are constantly prompted to buy, buy, buy. And so what I encourage you to do is to filter at the source any profiles that you think are damaging to your efforts. Creators who are constantly promoting ads, for instance, this is not really in alignment with what you want to accomplish. And it is a bit subconscious and sneaky. You might not realize it, but it's sending out messages to your brain that having these products can give you the life you want because it places the person who promotes them on an imaginary pedestal of prescription or more exactly influence. That's why it's called influence. You are under the influence of someone and that someone's role is to convince you to buy something. It's almost lobbying to an extent, but at a much greater scale because you can reach way more people with social media than you can just being a lobbyist and acting you know, in in-person meetings. And when you are constantly being exposed to promotional messages, the underlying subconscious message is actually that you are not enough where you are right now and you need these products to get you the life you want. And it could not be further from the truth because the only things that can move the needle for you in this life and move you closer to true happiness cannot be bought online. And by the way, this is not a critic to influencers because just like you and me, they are seeing those messages as well and even more so than you and me because they probably spend a lot more time on social media apps in order to make their platforms grow. All I'm saying is as an individual, the less promotional messages you see, the better off you are in terms of happiness and in terms of financials. So filtering what you are exposed to and what you're in control of, literally what's in your phone, is definitely a great way to have an impact on your spending. I'll give you the example of me. I realized that every time I was going on Instagram, I ended up opening 10 Safari tabs, contemplating buying God knows what that was promoted on stories of the people I would follow. And, you know, sometimes I would buy, sometimes I wouldn't. Either way, it was a major waste of time, money and effort. And what I did is that I unfollowed the accounts that had this effect on me. And, you know, it's been a while that I haven't caught myself like opening any Safari tabs or contemplating. And so I was able to reclaim my time and the mental space that was associated with that. 
And so I can only highly recommend for you to do the same and filter at the source the profiles that have this effect on you. And now let's get into the third thing you can do to adjust your spending in times of high inflation, and that is to find the low-hanging fruits of spending in your life. The easiest things we can do are oftentimes the most overlooked. We all have things that we have grown into a habit of spending money on and that we're no longer thinking of consciously. We just spend the money and don't really think engage whether we actually need this. Well, the most obvious low-hanging fruit of spending in your life is to first tackle recurring payments, aka subscriptions. Do you need all the things you are subscribed to? The answer is probably not. There are most likely services you don't use that are coming out of your bank account every month. That can be, uh, you know, streaming service, subscription, you don't need something you've forgotten about. Either way, you need to look it up and make sure that everything has a purpose and that you are using every subscription that is that you are paying for every month. And be honest with yourself. Don't keep subscriptions on just because you think you might actually use them in the future and you don't want to resubscribe or something. If you haven't used it in a while, most likely you're not using it and you're not going to need it in the future. Another low-hanging fruit that is quite common is paying for the overpriced white label merchandise while a cheaper alternative is available. Let me explain. So White label means taking a product that's already made at a manufacturer and putting your brand on it. And so usually what these brands do is they have very, very good marketing. They don't have product creation capabilities, but they have great marketing. And so what they apply is actually the marketing markup and not the value of the product. So this is the example for many, many what we call Instagram brands, for instance, that just ship things from Asia and have a very pretty website and a very good influencer strategy. Basically, they sell you things that are available on Amazon for five times the price. And you're not actually paying for the value of the product. You're paying for the cost of the marketing to create the brand. So... I feel like that, that's just something that is very easy to do is to always look for a cheaper alternative and be mindful and watching out for those overpriced white label um, products. The next thing you can do is always go through with your returns. Do not let something you bought and don't like rot in your closet or your home. Return it and be prompt about returning it, even if there's a minor fee. Because not only not returning things does create clutter in your house, it's also money bleeding out of your pocket, just out of less laziness. And we are not lazy. So just go through with the returns and listen, no one likes to do returns. It's the most painful thing to do. But when the money is rewired into your account or back on your credit card you'll feel better about it and you know that like that money can be utilized for something either you actually like and will use or for your financial goals and the last one is i think a category that is applicable for a lot of people it's 
going out eating and especially minding your alcohol bill when you go out. So that's actually one that I have implemented in my life because I realized that every time I would go out, the bill ended up being so high, especially compared to the food quality we were getting that I felt like it was not worth it anymore. Bear in mind that I live in a high cost of living area where a latte is easily $6 or more. And so you can imagine what that translates to when it comes to restaurant and alcohol. Um, and I have to say, it was a really hard thing for me to implement because I am such a foodie. But at some point in your financial journey, you have to make some tweaks to match your current situation. And it's not going to be easy because sometimes you really do enjoy those things, but if they don't align with your personal goals anymore in terms of finance, then you need to make some adjustments. Does that mean that I never go to restaurants anymore? No, not at all. It just means that I am more mindful about the amount of times I go out to eat first and then about the alcohol I consume, which is also very beneficial for my health. And this is actually a great segue in our conclusion for this episode and an overall concept that can help you not only in time of high inflation, but also anytime to really move your finances forward. And that is to spend money on the things you like and only the things you like. It's actually a tip from Ramit Sethi. He says that you should spend freely on the things you love and be ruthless with your spending on the things you don't. And it's actually something very common about people who are advanced in the personal uh, finance department and have businesses around it, like Ramit Sethi. There's also another podcaster who's uh, very well known. Uh, her name is Paula Pent. And the title of her podcast is Afford Anything. And the slogan is, you can afford anything, but not everything. And this is just the same as what Remy is saying here, that you need to be discerning with what you spend your money on. Do you love everything you spend your money on or are you actually doing it on autopilot because everyone else around you is doing it? Are all these things important to you or do you do it because you have FOMO? And look, we all have things we love to spend our money on. For some, it's travel. For others, it's clothing. For others, it's going out to dinner. No matter what you love most to spend your money on, I think you should be crystal clear with what those things are for yourself, regardless of your environment, and be a little more ruthless about other things you don't care about. And look, these things can evolve with time. For instance, I said that last year I spent a lot of money on beauty because I really wanted to get my skin right and have a good skincare routine. So I was doing a lot of spending in that department to get into that. But now that I have so much and in abundance, like I really don't care about spending on beauty items anymore. So these things can evolve over time. It's not because you decide today that you really don't care about dining out, that you're never going to go to a restaurant in your life. It can evolve. It's something that's fluid that can, you know, change over time to match what's going on right now. And ultimately, you need to learn how to say no, almost as an automated mechanism to these things that don't matter to you. Just say to yourself, 
I don't really care much about spending money on clothes for the time being. And again, this is something that is dynamic that's going to change over time. But just be clear with yourself and look inward for what truly matters to you. And you might say, well, I want to spend it all. I want to do the luxury travel. I want to buy a ton of clothes, a ton of beauty items. I want to go out to a Michelin star restaurant every night. Why can't I have it all? And ultimately, this goes down to counting your blessings. If you cannot find one thing to appreciate now in your current situation and you always focus on more, 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 you're never going to be satisfied. And the only thing that is guaranteed is that you are going to be on this endless race to getting more possessions. And this is an unfulfilling road to be on. And I know this sounds super cliche, but ultimately, be grateful Find three things to be grateful for every day, not only on Thanksgiving Day. Find three things today, tomorrow. Do it first thing in the morning while you're still laying in bed or at night while you're about to go to bed. And I guarantee this will really change your outlook on life, on money, and on what truly matters. And this is also what's great when you embark on a financial journey is that it kind of removes like clutter in your mind and allows you to have like perfect clarity about what is really important in life for you. Okay, we went on a little philosophical path right there. So it's time to wrap up this episode. To sum up really quickly, uh, we went over three tips about how to adjust your spending in times of high inflation so you can stay on track with your finances even when everything around you is more expensive. The first one was to create a no-buy challenge with yourself, um, basically challenging yourself not to buy in a given category for a certain amount of time. The second one was to change your followings on social. And I repeat myself, I know this is a bit of a non-conventional tips, but I really think that if you filter out like what you see at the source, this can have a tremendous effect on your spending. And the third tip was actually to find the low-hanging fruits of spending in your life. It's the, the expenses that you could remove today, tomorrow easily that could actually have an impact over time on your finances. And finally, remember to spend money on the things you like and only the things you like. This is a wrap for this episode on how to adjust your spending in times of high inflation. Remember, you don't have control around economic events, but you can always control what you do about it. And in the case of inflation, adjusting your spending can not only help you stay on track with your financial goals, but can also lead to better spending habits in the long run. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to rate and leave a review. It's the best way to help the podcast grow and get discovered by other women like you that are looking to take their financial game to the next level. Also, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episode. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, remember, take action to materialize the life you want. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial, legal, and tax advice. I am not an attorney, accountant, or financial advisor, nor am I holding myself out to be. And the information contained here is not a substitute for financial advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. 